You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello. Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What's up? What it is, what it do, where it at. This is the movie show. This is at the movie show. We are at the movie show. Right. Right, yeah. On Active FM. The... <laughs> Did I shock you that I much, think right? That's it? <laughs> I think we don't. No, no, no. With, with... Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. With your hosts. Mm-hmm. Me, Sash. And myself. You know my name. Ryan. Mm-hmm. His name is Ryan. Yes. Just in case you're wondering. That what a disaster. <laughs> Talk about disasters. Right? We thought 2020 was the end of the world. It was not. But there is a movie in 2020 about the end of the world called Greenland. What a nice way to end off the year, eh? Mm-hmm. Just this saying, movie, well. This movie is accurate, though. Like, it is actually very, very accurate. The reason I say that is because do you know that in the book of Revelation, which is obviously the last book in the Bible, which speaks about the end of the world. So in Revelation, it speaks about two comets that hit the earth and destroy a lot of things. (laughs) You can go read it. It's in Revelation. But even, I don't know if you remember, in the actual film itself, they quoted a verse from Revelation and they spoke about there was one that they named Wormwood. And that was actually quoted in the film. So I was watching going, I feel like this is how it's going to be at the end. So I would just like to say, if you are listening and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to accept him now because it's not going to be fun at the end of the world. I would not like to be on earth. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, speechless. <laughs> Ryan is traumatized as you can hear. <laughs> I'm thinking, keep your family together. I'm like, no, wait. <laughs> Rather be in heaven. You don't want to die alone? No. Just get to know Jesus. That's it. Boom. But this type of film really makes you, it shows what's important. But this film was crazy. And I would just like to say this up front. The film does have a nice ending. It's not like one of those, oh, that, that's a, so a lot of the film, like the whole film, I was stressing, freaking out, thinking if this film ends badly, if this film ends badly and it didn't, I don't know, in your opinion, did it end badly? Um. There was... It ended nice. It ended nice. Lots of people died. A lot of people died. But people got, well, our main characters that we knew were fine. Yes. Which is. I mean, what about the neighbors? I know, right? No, there were a lot of people. And that the father. And the father. He was a nice guy. The father was a nice guy. I like the he father. He was. He was. Yeah. Well, he's, he, he died in the film. Spoiler alert. So, um. <laughs> yeah. So before Ryan spoils anything more for you, I'm just going to let you know on the bo- the budget and the box office. So the budget for the film was 35 million US dollars. The box office was 38.1 million US dollars. So, yeah, but we must remember that this year has been a very interesting year for films because premieres and the normal thing that happens when a film is released hasn't really happened it was released on the 7th of august 2020 so it's been around since august and yeah hopefully it picks up especially i had one uh, movie reviewer who reviewed this movie and she said she likes christopher nolin but the mo- his his movie could have waited and they should have rather screened this one 
What? I'm sure you agree with that lady, hey? She said they should have waited with tenant. Yes. And put this one on. Yes. No, that person is not okay. They need to go and rethink their whole philosophy of life. <laughs> the whole philosophy of life. How can they say that? No, this wasn't better than Tenant. I would just like to state that Tenant was a better movie than this from all aspects. This was a good movie, but Tenant was was a hundred times better. I do not have any comments about Tenant. Ryan, you need to watch Tenant. Exactly. That is a so thing once that I watch you need it, to do. then I'll be able to say if whether that was true. But anyway, that's her opinion. That is her opinion, uh, I suppose. It was her show on YouTube, so that was She's her She's got the light. platform. She can say that. Right. And so I would just like to give this opinion, though, or not opinion. I would just like to put this fact out there in the air. The box office for Tenant is 353.7 million US dollars. Yes. So just based on box office alone, yeah. Well, you've got to compare apples and apples because that movie was obviously released on... In cinema, right? This film was an Amazon, an Amazon Prime yes. film. That, is so, that why it didn't go to cinemas? Yes. Well, not necessarily. It was actually scheduled to be released in uh, cinemas, and then it just kept getting delayed. Eventually, they went on, yeah, video on demand. Why did it get delayed? Was um, it the cinemas? Was it the, the actual film itself was taking long to complete? It was due to the virus. I think, uh, so from what I'm gathering is that what's happened is that it was due for release and then kept getting delayed, 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 delayed. They're like, okay, fine, put it on video on demand. There you go. I think this now, is yeah. one of our first um, Amazon. Amazon. When, when I saw the logo in the beginning, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Right. Okay. Look how cool. <laughs> Hot presenters. Hi, this is Gavin Ensign. The best topics. How do you turn your house from being just a normal home to a five-star hotel? The hottest music. You love me tender. The most entertaining presentation. You are on the movie show. And in your left corner you have Ryan. And in your right corner you have Dash. Everything you could ever want in radio. Radio has never been better. But it's not a bad film. Just we can't compare it with Tenant people. That's just not a thing to do. I'm extremely biased right now. I am, but I, it is. This is my platform. I was going to say that. <laughs> this is your platform. And my opinion. Yes. So you can give your opinion. Yeah. But it was a good film. I did enjoy it. I was nervous. Because I watched it in two parts. So I was Serious? like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. No, don't be bad. Don't be ugly. Don't. No, but this film actually uh. freaked me out. Like, I was actually... There were parts in the film where I was like, what is happening? What? Because you... And you know that the characters in the film are helpless. You, I was even thinking, what would I do if that happened to me? Like, literally... No, it was, it was a good film from that perspective. So I watched the film, but what happened was that I, I got it. It was ready on my machine to be played. And I just started watching it, like uh, the first sort of sequence. And I was like, okay, this looks good. Close. <laughs> I'll watch it later on. Yeah, and then I watched the whole thing later on. Um, so apparently this movie is... So you know you get different categories, obviously. Romance, comedy, trauma, thriller, blah, 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 horror. <laughs> so this is called, this movie is called a disaster. Disaster it's under film, disaster yeah. category, right? Which is pretty cool. It makes pretty sense. It does make sense. Yeah. 
What I did, okay, I, I, I generally, I, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't really enjoying this film. I was just watching and I was like, okay, following along with the story on the edge, like, what's going to happen? No, how can that happen? You know, type of thing. Um, for me, I found this movie, it had a lot of cliches. I think that's the thing I was battling with. I was just like, I mean, the minute on the radio, they said, oh, no, no, Comet is heading to I'm like, oh, wow, one of those. Okay, it's a remake of 2012. It's 2020. They should have just named no, the movie 2020. No, but it wasn't the same. You see, what I liked about this movie was, number one, there was no hero. There was no one guy that was going to go up and blow the comet or, yeah, you yeah. know, survival of Which man. doesn't make sense. Exactly. Because you can't do that. Right. Um, and then I also liked, so this movie was very focused on, obviously, how this family was now fighting. To stay together. In the midst of yeah. literally the end of the world. Yeah. Type of thing. So that, that was just like, oh, look, that makes a lot of sense. Families would be separated. Mm. You know, people would be running wild, you know. And, I mean, it would be very difficult to keep. And obviously, um, so when the U.S. government decides, no, we're only going to select a few people to go to, um, you know, these bunkers and stuff like yeah. that. Obviously, pe they, 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 people would be fighting. I mean, there's the one part where they were saying, we've had a bridge. There's a bridge. You know. You? Yeah, I was like, what? And then I see there's a there's an extreme long shot and you see people running. I'm like, huh? Are there zombies in this movie? No, it's people. <laughs> but that for me, yeah. it was very realistic in terms of how people would act yes. at that at that time. Yeah. And even the whole thing of so the the main couple they get selected to go to these private bunkers because the husband is he's basically an arch an architect. So what they want is they want all of they want people who have like an architect, a nurse, a doctor, all of these people that if they now rebuild the world after this destruction then they've got people with skill to do it. So that was obviously the government's whole thought process behind it. So they get chosen, but their son has diabetes. At least, yes. And as a result, they, they didn't realize it, so they were selected. But they find out then that they can't go because he has a medical condition. So literally, it's they have to be well-skilled, but they cannot have any medical condition. And I was like, that is, that is accurate, that they would do that. They literally would do that, which is actually, it's not right it's not, do you understand what I'm saying? That's survival of the fittest. Like, that is just like you're surviving now because you're the fittest, which, yeah. But yeah. I did enjoy it. It wasn't because I have watched like disaster films and, you know, you've got all these disaster films and like I couldn't predict what was going to happen next. Like I really, there, there wasn't, you, I was sitting there going, oh no, what's going to happen next? That that was kind of, there were times where you were like, oh, oh, so like, for example, when the mother went to the the clinic, the pharmacy, which always happens, they have to go get supplies. And then you know that, that people raid and all of that. But even the way the scene was done, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it wasn't done how they normally are done. So, yeah, I think if, from my perspective, did you find it predictable? Because I don't think I did. Very predictable. You found it predictable. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so you were able to predict, spoiler alert, when the sun was stolen. I just knew that stuff was going to go crazy. Yeah, you know stuff's going to go wrong. Yeah. That's I don't, I'm not saying you. it's a disaster film. You're sitting there going, something bad yeah. is going to happen next. Yeah, you just know stuff's going to... But could you predict what? Because some films, you know, you can predict what. So I didn't see the, the medic, them not allowing him on the plane. Oh, I did. Yes. The... the 
the medication dropping in the car, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, that always happens. So that one was like, oh. Yeah. But then, so him running back to get it, that's like, that normally happens. But then when the wife goes to the soldiers and then they say he's not allowed on the plane and rejects them, that wasn't predictable. Well, there's always the thing of, you know, why couldn't they just get on the plane? Right. <laughs> Why did they have to go why back for the medication? She, no, okay, the, no, they had to go back for the medication. Yeah, no, no, so, so no, but why did she have to go? I was like, why so, did you speak to the soldier? You shouldn't have spoken to the, sh- the soldier. You should have just yeah. <sighs> yeah. So it's just this this whole um, disaster film is just this. Like, it's a disaster. Complete. Yeah. Uh, if it can go wrong, it goes wrong. Yes, everything that, that will, can go wrong will go yes. wrong, and you will be stressing out, and hopefully, in the end, it will end nicely. That's one of that's that's this type of film. Yes. Yes. How did you feel about the length of the film? Because out of reviews that I watched, so some people were like, eh, "It's a bit lengthy," but most of the guys have said that. Well, the reviews that I've watched, they've said that no, they were. Actually, I didn't feel like I was like, "Oh, when is I this didn't feel end? it was long either. No, I, I mean, being a disaster film, you you are oh, you're on the edge of your seat. You're yeah. like, "No, where." Well, oh, don't go. Th- and then, ah, oh, great. You know, that's how you, you continuously yeah. throughout the film. So, uh, technique, yeah, I, I was quite happy um, with the length. Uh, in fact, I, I almost continuously felt like, in fact, to be honest with you, I was tempted to uh, look at how much time was left at a part in the film. Because then you can sort of predict now. What's uh, going to happen, yeah. What's, you know, you can sort of now really yeah. take on, okay, are they ever going to, okay. Uh, there's a, there's a very little time left, which means they're probably going to find the sun at the end. The resolution but, is going to happen yeah. soon, yeah. But now there's still quite a bit of time. You're like, okay, there's You're still like, oh, some no. crazy stuff yeah. that's still going to go on. So okay, but I, I never looked at the time. I just sort of allowed the story to sort of take me wherever, wherever, yeah, it, wherever it was going. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember ever looking to see how how much time was left. I had to watch it in between things just because I was watching and then busy and then so. But it, it wasn't that I got bored, and then I still I wanted to finish the film. So you know when you 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 it's, you stop it, and then you it's on your mind, and you actually do want to finish it. Yeah. So it was one of those films. One thing I did like about the film, which made it different as well, was there wasn't aliens, there wasn't zombies, there wasn't any of these. Do you get what I'm saying? So we've got end of the world movies, like you've got a Quiet Place, you've got World War Z, you've got all of these things where something happens and like there's aliens or there's zombies or there's there's something they're running there was predators that they're running away from this film there wasn't a predator it was literally a natural disaster that was happening and it was how humans react in that state of chaos and stress so humans actually turn against one another just in the hope of survival that's that's what the film actually showed which it was refreshing because we had a, at one point we had quite a few zombie movies, like a lot of zombie movies. <laughs> yeah, for me this is more of a realistic film if you get what I'm saying. So it's not like science yeah. fiction or adventure or do you get what I'm saying? It's more like reality in a way. Yeah, yeah. It was dramatic on the family. <laughs> it was dramatic on the family. And I like the way they played it because the father stayed behind. They didn't even. They sort of had a sad moment, but. Not really. I like it was just like, okay, we're going. And at that point, I'm like, really, really, can we all just stay together and just die? <laughs> and they're and gonna go. They I'm like, to okay, take, cool. The neighbor wanted them to take the daughter. I'm like, they can't take the daughter. They can't yeah. take the no, the shame. And the son, the ugh, the son, the father, the father's like, I'm sorry, we can't, we yes. can't. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we can't. <laughs> I'm like, uh, tell her, tell her. And it's like, 
They're gonna leave her standing there by herself. But it's true, actually. It's that's that's like, what oh, would have happened. Yeah. yeah. Never thought about that. Yeah. So the main actor in the film, the protagonist, is John Garrity. That's the actor's the the character's name. He was played by Gerald Butler, who he's Scottish, right? Yeah. So he's, and his accent comes through in the film, and he was pretty. I did enjoy his character. He. I think if you don't know who that is, he was in 300. He was in Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, Angel Has Fallen. So he often does these dramatic action films. He's quite an interesting character. He is an interesting um, obviously character. Obviously, the whole movie, the sequence starts off with him. Yes. So I, I, I was just, I mean, the way he was like very, uh, the, the film brought through, I don't, like he was very nervous on edge. Yeah. And like, and I was, I don't know, I, I didn't, know, I was just like, uh, but as the film on? went on, they did you, you, you yeah. got more and more info about why he was like that, what yeah. happened in the past, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then his wife in the film is Allison, and she was played by Morena Baccarin, who I personally have never seen before in a film. I don't know if you have, Ryan. I don't, I don't remember I, ever seeing her. Apparently, she's Deadpool's wife. Yeah, okay, I've never watched Deadpool. Yeah. So, she's in Deadpool if you've watched Deadpool. She's also, um, she was in Gotham, which was a TV series from 2014 to 2019. She was also in Homeland from 2011 to 2020, and then in Deadpool 2. I didn't even know Deadpool had a wife. Apparently. So, this chick is Deadpool's wife. Yeah. Hectic stuff. And then, the other person I wanted to mention is the boy that plays Nathan. So he's the son. He is Roger Dale Floyd, and he's acted in Greenland, Dr. Sleep, which came, da- came out in 2019. And then in 2020, he acted in Dr. Bird's Advice for Sad Poets. So if you are a sad poet and you need advice from Dr. Bird, then he's in that film. <laughs> oh, there you go. What did you think of his acting? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, eh? I think he, wa- he was good. It was good, yeah. Um, he played a very strong character. He did play a very strong so character. I, I think that's what I enjoyed about about him the most. You know, him being father and him pulling his, you know, the whole family together again and stuff. So for me, that was I was just yeah, he was just like strength driving. No, I'm talking about the son. Oh, oh, sorry. In terms of the son, well, he was good. Yeah. I think his acting was pretty good. Obviously, he's a kid. Yeah. But mm. like his, there was, he was traumatized. He really did act traumatized. Very traumatized. Shame, yeah. the poor child. I wonder what they did to him. <laughs> or if he just like got into the, the role and went with it. Or if they like did something to him before. And action! Wait! We didn't traumatize the kid! Oh, well, sorry. Then they did something and then, okay, action! And the kid's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can imagine if you had to be dramatic. You know, some people stay in character. Right. So he wakes Ooh. up... What time is it? <laughs> when are we shooting? Here's your breakfast. Is that my breakfast? <laughs> Why is it in that place? It actually would have been funny if we met that actor. I would have just been laughing at him like the whole time. Yeah. Interesting fact though. So obviously Gerald Butler played the father. Chris Evans was initially attached to playing the lead role. Which would have made it, I think, a completely different film. If it was Chris Evans. Yeah. And also, I wonder if they would have kept the Scottish accents or if they brought that in with Gerald Butler. Well, um... Personally, I think they would have brought it in with Gerald Butler. But it would have been interesting to see Chris Evans try pull off a Scottish accent. Well, the thing is, I think he would. Um, what were the factors? Why, why, why did they keep him Scottish? Do you, do you, do you think it's because the actor's Scottish? I mean, he has played in other movies where he wasn't Scottish. Scottish, yeah. yeah. So then maybe 
Yeah, possibly. I'm sure he was very happy about that. Yeah, because he could like, just use right. his normal voice. Finally, right. I can be myself. But it it wasn't a very heavy uh, Scottish accent. No, it, it wasn't. Um, it was. I, I think obviously when he was briefed as a character, it was a thing of look. You've you been are, in America yeah. for a while, so so you just need to turn it down. So a you're bit. originally I, from Scotland, but yes, yeah. I've watched. I, I watched a trailer in a movie. Well, a movie that he was in that was called something about disappear, disappearing, or something like that. Vanishing point, and uh, his accent was a lot more stronger. Oh, serious? Yeah, it it wasn't like 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 Viking. Yeah, you know, it was just very. It was natural, but a lot more heavier. So that mm. that already taught. And then I think when I watched in interviews, as I was like, ah, okay, there you go. So you 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 can tell he lightened it a bit. I was like sort of listening out for it. Yeah, I was just like, is that Scottish? Was that Scottish? I just heard there, because I think. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, the first time he talks, I think he's with his co-worker, but you yes. don't really hear too much. It's no. just sort of like, mm, yeah, okay, phone me, you know, type of thing. Yeah. And then, interesting enough as well, the director wasn't originally supposed to be Rick Roman. How do you pronounce his surname? Uh, that guy. Wow. <laughs> I don't have to pronounce his surname. But he directed uh, Angel Has Fallen, Snitch. Ah, oh, he directed... Did you ever watch Snitch, Ryan, with no. Dwayne Johnson? We watched Snitch. Uh, and he also did In the Shadows, Felon. But um, what... Who was originally supposed to direct was Neil Blomkamp. Now, if you know who that is... It's my uncle. It's Ryan's uncle. Yeah. No, we're joking. It's not Ryan's uncle. From... Uh, he is South African. Yes. And he directed Elysium, District 9, Chappie. Chappie. So, a lot of like films that were actually in South Africa. But also, he also does a lot of end-of-the-world type films as well. It's I like enjoy it's, Chappie. It's his... It's yeah. really good. I wonder if they film... Where did they film? Okay, no, At wait, length. never mind. I was thinking he's the director now. So I was uh, like, did they film in South Africa? No, they definitely yeah. not. But I liked how they showed, you know, with Greenland, with the black beaches. Did you see that? Black beaches? They they have black beaches. Serious? They, you saw it as they were flying over. They actually show uh. you the landscape, which was pretty cool. The last thing I want to ask you, Ryan. So Ryan is a color gradist, if that is a word. He does color grading for film. I don't know if it was my media player or if this was it like this for the film. Did you find the color grading very heavy? Could you spot the color grading? Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't. I actually meant to check that and I forgot. But the color grading yeah. on this film was very heavy. Uh, like you could see the color grading. Yeah, it's, it's the, the way they used the lighting and stuff like that as well. But yes, it was very. Uh, contrast was kicked up nicely. Yeah. yeah. Which I suppose it just adds to the. At one point, though, there was. I was saying it, it added to the whole apocalyptic end of the world feel. But at one point, I feel like they, they just made it red. You know when you're like, that didn't look like that when you were filming. You so took the reds up. Like it's, I, There was uh, one shot I felt like that. I was yeah. like, nope, that's a lie. That is definitely not what happened. That's not how it looked. You have gone and taken up red and just how made it you red. How it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my word, I love the Timeless series. But in their last episode, I could have shot all of them. Do you know what they did? They filmed during the day and then put on a night filter. But you could see it was the day. I was like, these people, what is wrong with these? I was highly disappointed in them. <laughs> that was worse than this though. Greenland was better. So, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I was quite shocked in a way or not shocked but i was like sure i can actually see the color grading like i'm actually because you know you don't normally watch a film and you're like oh look the color grade do you get what i'm saying like yep. it's not 
it's not the thing that is in the forefront. Yeah, so that was interesting. But otherwise, it was a good film. I did enjoy it. I also enjoyed it. Yeah. Reactive. Being reactive is being a people of reaction. People of change. Being a movement of young people. It's not just a band. It's not just good music or inspiring words. It's not just catchy. It's life changing. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And so that has been the movie show. If you want to go watch a disaster film in 2020, then Greenland is your film. You can go and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but we are on social media. So if you want to know anything more with Active FM, please go to social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Parlor, Gab, and Reddit. Plus, there have been a lot of polls lately where they're finding out who had the most interesting topic of 2020, who were the most interesting presenters of 2020, et cetera, et cetera. So please make sure you keep an eye out on our social media pages so you can be involved in all of those polls. And then we also have a WhatsApp number. You can WhatsApp. Us, just go get our number on Instagram. It's on our Instagram bio. Yes, and if you've got Spotify, a subscription for Spotify, we are there too. Yep, can you believe it? Nope, can't believe it. We have to be on Spotify, right? You can also go to Google Podcast, and as well, if uh, you have an Apple iPhone, it's on Apple uh, Podcast as well. You go subscribe, then whenever the new show comes out, you get a notification. How cool! How cool! How cool is that? Right. And then, of course, YouTube. Yep, we're on YouTube as well. Go search for the channel Active FM and search for the channel Active TV. We're on mm -hmm. both of those. Mm -hmm. Go look in the playlist. You're going there now, aren't you? All right. Well, then we'll leave you to it. But last place, if you want to find any other Active FM films, you can go to W. Did I just say Active FM films? I did. Sorry, guys. The movie show is, is just taking over. Well, Not films. Active FM shows. You can go listen to them on www.activefm.co.za. And so we are signing out now. To go and vote for your best, uh, yes, Active FM DJ. Hey? <laughs> go check that out. Right. Peace out from us. Cheerio. Active FM. Radio has never been better.